Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode and we're at that festive time of the year where people have messages to share, goodwill to all men and many statements like that and I'm very very pleased to be inviting back Dave Morris. You may recall on a previous couple of episodes Dave joined us and he was speaking about suicide prevention and we're going to switch the focus today around this celebratory time of the year. And so, uh, Dave, without further ado, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. And thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. And um, so it's Christmas time and messages of goodwill. Where do we go with this, Dave? We're in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the holidays can be really tough for some people. Um, and you really have to think about that it's a good time to reflect of what you do have. So I want to turn it into a positive thing instead of talking about a lot of the, the bad things that can happen at Christmas because everybody knows about you shouldn't drink too much, you should, what if you don't have enough money, all the other things that come into play with the holidays. But you do have something. You have life. Mm-hmm. You have yourself, and you probably have a lot of people that care about you, maybe some that you don't even know about. So this time of the year is a good time to reflect on yourself, how you can improve, what can you do to get yourself ready for the new year and to also be grateful for the things that you do have, like shelter, like food, all the simple things in life that we all take for granted and some people don't have them. And that makes me think that I am totally blessed with what I do have and I do appreciate life, and I think that's the greatest gift that somebody could give to me. Yeah, I agree. That that gift of life, isn't it? And do you know, Dave, I often, I don't know if you do, because obviously on previous, the two previous episodes, we've spoken around our, uh, where we've been at low points in our life for, for want of, you know, and that's putting it mildly, for, for want of a better phrase. And it's very difficult to see that, isn't it? You know, when you're at that kind of, the bottom of that proverbial pile, or you feel you are, you know, when people are hearing talk like this about being positive, and it's very difficult to to appreciate that, Dave, isn't it? It is hard to appreciate, Paul. I mean, um, when when you're at the bottom of the barrel, and I've been to the bottom of the barrel, and you got depression talking to you in your head, it is tough to come out of that. No doubt about it. I mean, as I say, when when I'm trying to relay a positive message this year. It's sometimes easier said than done, no doubt about it. It's like somebody who wants to quit smoking. You know, on December 31st, they're going to quit smoking uh, the next day, and that lasts about a day or two, and then they go back to the cigarettes. This yeah. is a continual struggle, Paul. This, this is, you know, I've come a long way in my journey, in my, in my, my story, but this isn't just going to end. And woohoo, I'm fine. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. 
it's a continual thing. It's a getting yourself into a rhythm. It's trying to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel when you're not doing so well. Maybe you walk past a store and you're like thinking, oh, my God, I really wish I could buy that for my mother or my sister or my significant other, because, but it's too expensive. I don't have enough money. I, they deserve better. They don't deserve to not get a present of some significance from me. But I'll tell you what, the biggest present you can give them is you and your smile yeah. because that is invaluable. And yeah. I guarantee that somebody w- out there would rather have nothing for a present than just you, your smile, and your time. Yeah. And so try to find that inner, that inner peace of some sort. Speak out if you're not feeling good and talk to somebody and then that, that can help you get through the holidays. I, I realize it's easier said than done, Paul, but um, if you're well aware that you already are suffering from something or you're struggling with something and you can see, hey, I'm not going to have enough money this Christmas or, boy, I sure would like to go to a New Year's Eve party and get really hammered, maybe that's not a good idea. You know, you, you have to also also think that Maybe I should put myself with some positive things. Go to a kitchen and volunteer. Maybe maybe pass out some presents for a charity of some sort. Get involved this Christmas and keep yourself busy. That will also give you some gratitude that you may not see or might not feel or might think that you're not appreciated, but I guarantee those people at a public kitchen or somewhere else in a charity during this time of year, they probably got to look just as bad, if not worse, than you. And you can do some, something positive and turn that around as well, which also makes gives you self-worth this, this time of the year. Absolutely. I want to introduce a phrase, Dave, which is quite controversial. And it's fake it until you make it. And I want to put yeah. that in context. Just listening to what you were saying there about when we are in those depths of despair and desperation. Um to be able to somehow just say those words to ourselves, even though we know deep down inside we feel terrible, we feel dark, we feel all that the world, you know, this everything's caving in on us. But to be able to find that, I don't even know if it's strength or courage, because at this level, Dave, when we really are struggling, just to be able to look in the mirror and say things that actually you don't really feel. So... Taking that stage further contextually to say, do you know what, Paul? You're a damn good lad. You're a good lad. And, you know, it ain't always going to be this way. And just tell yourself that and tell yourself that because it's been scientifically proven that what we tell ourselves, we do actually become. Now, that's part of habit forming that takes time. You was absolutely right, in my humble opinion, Dave, when you said, you know, this ain't a quick fix. This ain't this is not junipers and unicorns. This is a damn hard fight we've got on our hands to get out the pit. But we're all capable of that. Um, So I just wondered what your thoughts were, Dave, on that kind of I don't know if that's even the most appropriate way to put that fake it till you make it. That self-fulfilling prophecy of language that we tell ourselves, come on, I can do this. And then inside I'm feeling, no, you can't. And you don't want to because you just want to give up. You've had enough. And it's that constant inner turmoil, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you can manifest things. People know that. You you know, 
if you manifest something positive, it normally happens. And sometimes you have a deja vu about it. Like, didn't I, I really wanted this and it happened. So maybe you're thinking of, you're thinking something positive, but I've heard that, that saying as well, fake it till you make it. And for me, I, I really don't like it. And here's what I call it. I call it make it till you make it. Yeah. Because that one gets, sounds a little bit better to me because I don't want to fake that I'm not feeling so good. Exactly. I, I, I don't do that with my family. I don't do that with my wife. If I'm having a down day, I'm having a down day. Mm. And, you know, these days, not every day is a positive day. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you slip a little bit. But the key for me is to find the slip or feel the slip inside because mm. I don't like my cup to get even halfway full. You know, people sometimes say, well, my cup, my cup is halfway full when you're talking about their body. I don't even want it to get halfway full because I don't want to revisit any of those other dark things that, that have happened to me in the past. Mm. If I even start to feel it getting towards a quarter a cup, then I want to try to push it down. Somehow, whatever works for me, which is exercise, walk, air, um, poetry, writing, music, being alone, or just speaking it out. Sometimes when you just speak it out, it comes out. Then that drives it all the way back down again. You can start from square one again. These are some of the things that I do that works for me. But I like make it till you make it, Paul. Yeah, and I, I love that. And I, I totally embrace that, Dave, that more than that, um, I am not a fan of that fake it till you make it approach cliche at all. And, I, and I'm being polite there because I think it's so misleading. I think it's so false. But the obviously the point I was trying to make is to give ourselves that that hope. But you've you've eloquently put it a lot better. It's a, some far more positive and realistic way of, of, of framing the whole situation. But where do we start with that, Dave? Where, where do we where do we get that? Is is there a spark? Is there a little bit of leverage? Is you know where do we get that sort of impetus from to say, yeah, okay, I'll make the effort. Where, where does that come from? Well, everybody's got an inner warrior. There's no doubt about it. I've seen some really tough people go down where you thought they were this really kind of a you know, really tough person inside and, and, and you come to find out they're vulnerable too. And I've also seen some people who I might have prejudged and thought they were not so tough, really, really have an inner warrior in them. And we all have it. We all have it. All shapes, sizes, colors. We have it inside of us. And it's just like the guy who wants to quit smoking or the guy who, who realizes, oh my God, my drinking is killing my family. I can just see the disappointment on their face. And you can't see. Sometimes you hide uh, depression and anxiety, for example, or some depressive thoughts. You try to hide it. That's that fake it. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I've said that a million times. That's if, if I catch myself saying I'm fine, I can feel that I'm lying to myself. Yeah. We all can feel that. We have to reach down and find our inner warrior and say to ourselves, you know, I'm not being honest with you just not being honest. You can feel it. Now, the admittance that goes into that, that's a big step where you're actually being honest with yourself, others that care about you to actually say, I need help. And that's a big problem for a lot of people. I need help. Those little words mean a lot to somebody because they think they, think they can do it on their own, but you can't do it on your own. I don't mm -hmm. care how tough you are. 
and I don't care if you can put 500 pounds up in the air. You can't do this alone. So I would say if you could reach into your inner warrior and really feel if you're being honest about how you're feeling, how you would like to be or, you know, how you would like to feel or to reach out to somebody and say, you know what, I need help. I think that would be the biggest strength you could could possibly have is to, to do that. And we all have it in us, Paul. We all can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think I'd take that a stage further, Dave, and say, do you know what? And this sounds really, really contradictory. When you are feeling so low that you want to give up, one of the things I've found, and I've been here so many times um, in the past, is to reach out to people that need help. And it's like, well, you can't give. How, how can you give help if you're not? You know, you can't give what you don't have. Okay, maybe. But also scientifically, it's been proven that the, you know, our greatest human need is the need for contribution. And I have found that in the past, that's got me out temporarily. Of some, It's broke that pattern temporarily of, I just cannot cope with this anymore. Just to give something, a bit of time, a bit of money, whatever it is. A bit of focus to somebody else might even be a pet. I mean, pets are very, very, very therapeutic, um, yeah. as as we yeah. know. But that something else, other than this internalization that we feel sometimes so trapped and so dark and so imprisoned within, to look outside ourselves just that temporarily can be a massive release. Is what I found. What's your thoughts on that, Dave? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, we're human beings. We want to be loved. We want to be appreciated. We want we want to contribute something. You know, I think that uh, when depression started messing with my mind, I started thinking, okay, I'm I'm no good for anybody. I'm not contributing. I'm not, I, I'm not a good father. I'm not a good uh, husband at the time. You know, I, I'm just not. I'm I'm worthless. And that's where it eated it. It started to eat inside my brain with the depression of saying, yeah, you're right. You're right. You are worthless. You are a bad person. You are a bad father, et cetera, et cetera. It's only through the healing where I found that if I start to hear something like that or I or feel like that, then I'm able to, to rise above it now. But it's, it is a struggle. It is a struggle, no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, I was, even when I was a functioning uh, person with depression, and anxiety I was still very sympathetic to others and I could read it on them in two seconds so I could walk down a street I could see I'm even better at it now uh, because I've because I've also healed but I can see somebody not in a good spot in two seconds and one of the things that actually I do now is I will stop somebody and I will talk to them it's a complete stranger and they think it's crazy sometimes but you know I think that that one little talk or that one, are you okay? I can see you're not okay. I've caught a girl crying at work before and I, she's sitting over by the docks by herself. I sat next to her, never met the girl before in my life, never even saw her. And I said, what's wrong? I can see you're not okay. I'm a stranger, go ahead and let it out, I'll talk to you. And, and that made me feel as well. I mean, I know that made her feel good that somebody gave a crap, mm. but it also made me feel good that I was contributing something to society. Yeah. You could always contribute something to society, whether it's walking an old lady across the street or, you know, maybe I only got, you know, I got five bucks in my 
$5 in my pocket and I give two to the guy that's sitting on the corner with nothing, the, you know, the people that are really homeless at Christmas time, that made me feel good. I, I mean, hopefully he's not like one of those people that just go out there and that's what they do for a living because everybody's skeptical about that every all the time. Mm. But you can tell that these people, some of them, they're, they're in a really bad place. Give them a dollar or give them a quid or I don't know what, the, or pound. You can give them, give them something. And, and that also makes you feel good too. contribute during this time of year. The Christmas, the Christmas uh, season is bad for everybody. Sometimes yeah. it's what we make of it. Yeah. It, it's, I don't care if you're a Christian and that's what Christmas is built up. It's about bringing family and people together of all kinds of races, religions and colors. And, 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 and it can really be a positive thing as well, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what was going through my mind listening to you speak there, Dave, around, you know, the, this conversation, these, these insights, this share, call it what you will. And it was a question for our listeners, really, not necessarily for listeners that may be struggling themselves, although obviously, hopefully this can help if they are, but more so probably a bigger question for our listeners. And it's this, who can you help at Christmas, listeners? Listeners, who can you help at Christmas? And this is what we're saying here, Dave, isn't it? That, yeah. you know, whoever we are, whatever our sort of labels, black, white, young, old, gay, straight, rich, poor, who cares? Who really cares about any of those labels? I certainly don't. But irrespective of those, that wherever we are in our journey, in our life, our present situation, let's ask ourselves that very, very, very big question. Who can we help at Christmas? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have such a torn world at this at, at this point in in, uh, in time. You got the Brexit going on. We got things going on in the U.S. People are divided half and half, and everybody's you're either on Team A or you're on Team B. I'm not trying to bring politics into this. Mm. That's a whole nother show. But what I would say is, people got this or this. Where are we here? Mm. You know, uh, this is a great time to end the year and and to also give something back and also feel appreciated and everybody needs it this time of year, one shape, form or another. So I, I, I think this is, this is a good time to have this show, Paul, and talk about these types of things because you, you can make a difference for others and for yourself and your own mental health as well. And very diplomatically there, Dave, you um, nicely body swerved the political statement, yeah. but I'm going to chuck us right back in the ring on that one. And any connections to politicians is just a gentle reminder and actually not a gentle reminder and no apologies for it that, you know, the, the madness that's been created in the UK, and I can only speak about the UK because that's obviously my homeland. Um, I obviously speak to a lot of guests from America. Um, I'm led to believe that there is a very... Uh, as you said, a divisive sort of culture there emerging in the States. I think whether it's the UK, the States, people aren't generally divided. And this this simplicity that I've come to understand myself, Dave, is is, is this simple choice between love and fear. And my, my call, my call out to the politicians, irrespective of where they are in this world, is to remember why you was put in office. You was put in office to represent people. In health and safety, it's called good old-fashioned duty of care. 
So start earning your coin and start practicing duty of care. And I make no apologies for that being political because the way that, and there's a generalization here across the world, Dave, but the way these people are letting society down that's contributing massively to people without homes and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, what we spoke about previously with addiction and suicide is beyond criminal. So I respectfully appreciate, Dave, that you nicely body swerved. But I hope you equally appreciate that I've said, Dave, we've, we've, hang on, we've got to finish this fight off first. <laughs> well, I have worked for the government for about 30 years. I no longer work for the government. And I've watched a politician from both sides of the aisle um, promise and promise and promise and nothing ever changes. So mm. I'm super skeptical about any politician. Yeah. That's why I choose not to be on Team A or Team B. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, there's a, a thing called the, a vote and um, you you go with that. And if somebody's duly elected, then that's what the, pe the people spoke. So I, I, I respect that process. But at the same time, that doesn't mean I have to like either one of them or any of them. But um, politicians are politicians. They're not going to bring the people together. Only the people are going to be able to bring the people together. Absolutely. And whether you have a different opinion than mine, there's a thing called respect. Mm -hmm. I can I can respect that you have a different opinion than mine, and I don't want you to have the same opinion of mine. It would be very boring mm -hmm. to live with a bunch of Daves in this world. I would rather, much rather have people who have different opinions and views than mine, because maybe I'll learn something, or maybe they'll learn something. Either way, I'm going to give them the respect to, to express themselves and to, to tell me what their view on, on certain things are. So. I can be very diplomatic, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I don't trust a whole lot of politicians. Yeah. I think it's up to the people at the end. I absolutely agree with you. I think there is that sort of uh, that shift within the world as well where people are saying the system's broke. It doesn't work. It's failing us. It's, it's a system based on fear, Dave, isn't it, on love and, and, and just... When, when, you know, just listening to you speak there as well around this, um, what team do you belong to? Interesting, I was kind of creatively as my mind always is when I'm, when I'm listening. It's like, okay, so what, what can I, how can I contribute to this flow of conversation? And I was thinking around Dave's teams of A and B. Maybe when you look at this podcast, Dave, it's part of it is PLH, Paul Low Hearts. But maybe it's not Team PLH. Maybe that PLH is not Paul Low Hearts. Maybe it's peace, love, and happiness. And that's who we are at our true core yeah. self. That's something we can all live with. Yeah. 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 So um, any other thoughts, Dave, around this? Um, now we've now we've been, uh, we've beat our political drums, or not as the case may be. Um, now we're back on mainstream terra firma. Any other thoughts about messages or inspirational shares or anything at all at this very, very sensitive time of the year. I just want everybody to seriously, seriously take care of themselves this holiday season. You are a valued member of society. You are a valuable person. You are worthy and uh, you are somebody else's ray of sunshine and you may or may not even know that. And you have something to give to this world. So seriously, the bottom of my heart, please take care of yourself this, this holiday season. 
life is the greatest gift you're going to get this Christmas. Thank you, David. On that point, no, Christmas is only four days away and all that remains is to say that uh, I'd just like to add to what Dave said and, you know, obviously the poignancy of this um, this message, this conversation has been around that um, that event in four days' time. But actually, why don't we apply that principle the day after and the day after and the week after and the month after and the year after because it's our life, isn't it? And Essentially, who we are at our true core selves is peace, love and happiness. Dave, thank you very much. Thanks, Paul. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. And so there we have it, listeners. And um, I normally sign off, as you know, with, with, a, uh, with, um, with a certain saying. I'm not going to say it today. And I'm just going to reiterate uh, Dave's at times emotional import inputs and thoughts and uh, respect for, for that and just say a very 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 merry christmas and prosperous new year thank you one and all hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success